You are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. From time to time, you should sit down and ask yourself, all that pastor has been saying, what's he really saying? What have I understood? You know, this Tuesday cell meeting brought me to this decision. Everybody was teaching fruit in their own way. You needed to have heard the messages on fruit. Even you will go back to your note and look for where it is. And now, some persons called it fruitfulness. Some called it fruits. Some called it different things. But please take care to understand what exactly is being said to you. Don't assume that you know it. It's not a month of fruitfulness. It's a month of fruits. Fruitfulness and fruit, they are not the same. Fruitfulness is the ability to produce fruit. Fruit is the fruit itself. They are not the same. It's not a month of fruitfulness. It's a month of fruits. Even the issue of being fruitful or um, the fruitfulness. If you understand fruits, you will find fruitfulness inside fruits. And so let me give you a summarized picture of what pastor has been saying to us over and over again. I'm going to need some persons to do an illustration for me. But before that, I don't know, do you have my slide ready? Let's look at that slide. The first slide that has God and the gifts of righteousness. Do you have it ready? Put it up. Ah, it's quite... Can you see it? Okay, let's read what's on it. The first thing there is what? God. Please follow. Don't sleep. Follow. If you get this class today, call it a class, you have understood the month of February. So the first thing there is what? God. And then God gives us the gift of what? Righteousness. The gift of righteousness produces what? Did you notice that it's not gifts of righteousness? It is gift of righteousness. It's not fruit of righteousness. It's fruits of righteousness. Meaning, the gift is one gift. It's not several gifts. But that one gift produces what? Several fruits. Is that clear? Now, we see the offshoot of those fruits. This, the, the, the slide cannot contain so much. So we just chose a few of the fruits that Pastor had mentioned in the course of his teaching. The first one there is what? Answered prayers. Then we have what? Dominion, influence, impact in your sphere. Whether as a businessman, as a teacher, as a student, a husband, a wife. Those are fruits. The next fruit you see there is what? The boldness. Boldness is what? A fruit of righteousness. Then we see what? Authority. Authority is also what? A fruit of righteousness. I will explain deeply soon. Now, look at how all this come together to bring you to possibilities. Look at how it all fits into the year 2019. That without the gift of righteousness, there can be no fruits. And if you are not manifesting these fruits, there is nothing like possibility showing up. If you are that tree that is not bearing fruits, there will be no way you can express possibilities. Is stepping out in boldness that you have a testimony of possibility. 
when you exercise your authority over the devil, you have a testimony of possibility. When you have time to pray, and then your prayers are answered, what are you testifying of? Possibilities. So even if we go on and on mentioning other fruits, they all point fingers toward possibilities. And once you have testimonies of possibilities, God is what? Glorified. Remember pastor saying that the fruits we bear causes the name of God to be glorified. Alright. Hold on to this. I want to show you something. Um, Bro, Victor, please come. Mrs. Walla, please come. Um, Richard, please come. Um, let me see what I put down and be sure I have them complete. Okay? So, I want you to see our brother Victor as God. He's God. And God knows Mrs. Walla and knows our brother Richard. You can call them children of God. Now, God decides to give a gift. He has this gift in his hand. And he's offering the gift. But this gift is left for anybody that wants to receive it to take it. He's offering it so his hand is stretched out for anyone to receive this gift. These are children of God or God's creations on earth. Mrs. Walla sees the gift. Bro Richard sees the gift. Unfortunately, Bro Richard feels they are better gifts. What kind of small pack is that? When I can get something bigger. And he ignores the gift and walks away. Mrs. Walla sees the gift, appreciates the gift, and receives the gift. Thank you. She's happy. She has received a gift from God. Say an amen. Amen. Now, we have a whole lot of persons that do this. They take this gift and they admire it. It's beautiful. And they add it to the decoration in their house. And she goes about her life doing all that she wants to do. From time to time, she looks at that gift and appreciates the gift. Even when friends come visiting, oh, I received a gift from God. And they're like, wow, God gave you a gift? Say, yes, God gave me a gift. See, it's a very beautiful one. But notice what she has not done. What hasn't she done? She has not opened the gift, right? But she has the gift. And nobody can argue with the fact that she has received a gift. And it's a beautiful gift. In fact, people can come and explain to her, you mean God gave you this gift? Do you know what this pack means? Do you know anybody that has it? It means the person is royalty. And she's like, you mean it? And she's excited, even more excited than she was, knowing that she owns such a beautiful gift given to her by God. Now, watch this. I would have loved to act the drama, but I didn't have the time for it. Mrs. Walla has needs. She needs to talk to the VC for her daughter's admission. But she doesn't have how to get in touch with this VC. Oh, Mrs. Walla needs to talk to the manager of an oil firm for the contract that she's chasing but doesn't also know how to go about that. Oh, she needs um, to gather friends together for maybe a celebration, something she would just want people to gather and just be happy or thank God for the gift she has received. She doesn't even know how to do that. And she's struggling on her own to find how she could achieve several things in life. Little did she know Please come. That in this bag, 
or in this gift wrap. There's something in it. It's a phone. It's not just a phone to make her happy. This phone has been well thought out. So that with the phone, she could dial the VC to talk to the VC. With the phone, she could dial her friends and invite them for the celebration. With the phone, she could even call onto God and find out how things are doing. With the phone, she can call the DPO when Satan is harassing her. With the phone, she can do everything that she wants done. What am I showing to you? Here is the gift of righteousness given to all children of God. But God gave it with an intention that all you will need, I have something in it that will fetch it for you. Pastor thought that the gift of righteousness was given so that we can have fruits. This phone is not the fruit. This phone is the gift. And what the phone can do and produce is what we call the fruits of righteousness. So when I call the DPO and he comes to arrest the criminal banging on my gate, I have peace. When I call the managing director of Zenith Bank and they are able to make the transfer that I want and all my problems are solved, I'm happy. It's because I have this phone that I can assess all those people and get my problems solved. Amen. I don't know if someone is following. Now, but see where many of us are. We are not using this gift. We are aware there is a gift, but have not put it to good use such that it will produce results. And all the pastor is trying to get us to understand in the month of February is, hey, God has given you a gift. When you use it, you will have results. When you are conscious of that gift and you use it, you will stand boldly before lecturers and you will defend your seminars or projects. When you use it, you will stand before the devil and you will cast him out with boldness and he will flee from you. So all the things we see manifesting as answered prayers, as boldness, as dominion, as impact, at work, those are fruits as a result of the gifts. Is someone getting me this evening? Thank you, sir. It's actually yours. Now, we are making progress. In the early church in Antioch, a group of people were seen manifesting the way Jesus manifested with boldness, results. And guess what? They said, Kai, these people are displaying the same fruits like that man. They might not have used the word fruits, but they said these guys are acting like that guy. And that's why they call them what? That's why they call them what? The word Christian is an identity. It's not a religion. It's our identity. I want, if you want to title the message, it's our fruits, our identity. Our fruits, our identity. If you want to personalize it, call it my fruit, my identity. Please give me the second slide. 
Uh, this is a dark one. This will be difficult. What tree is this? What tree is this? See people that put up tree don't even know the name. What? What's it supposed to be? Grape. Grape? What grape is this? Strawberries. Really? Are you sure? No, no, seriously. Let, let me see on a larger screen. It's not Ludarao. It's foreign Ludara. Alright, whatever. Let, let's, just, let's just imagine what it's supposed to be. Alright? Some people say it's strawberry. Well, call it what you want it to be. Grape. Alright, but... The idea was to give me a mango tree. I don't know why he couldn't find mango. I asked for mango. And if this is what you think mango is, then there's a big problem. I asked for a mango tree. Alright? That's what I wanted to see. Alright, I, I actually wanted you to see a mango tree. That's the mango with the mango fruits on them. Okay? Now, I'm just recapping all that pastor has said to you. It's not a new message. It's a recap. But in such a way that it stays in memory. And you will be able to use it to move your life forward. Amen. I wanted a mango tree. And I wanted you to see the mango fruits dangling from the mango tree. Can you visualize a mango tree? You all have seen mango trees. At least the yellow mango or the green mango. You know a mango tree. And you see fruits, the mango fruits dangling down from the mango tree. Now, why do we call it a mango tree? Who knows why we call it a mango tree? It, it has mango fruits. Okay? Now, that tree, a mango tree is called a mango tree because it produces what? Mango fruits. There is no how a mango tree will produce guava fruits. It's not possible, is it? There is no how you will see a mango tree producing cherry or berries or strawberry, whatever what you want to call it. The tree is known by the fruits it bears. I want us to say together, every tree is known by the fruits it bears. Say one more time. Every tree is known by the fruits it bears. Don't worry, you so understand why we are doing this. If every tree is known by the fruit it bears, and we are talking about bearing fruits in our lives, it means that we ought to be known by the fruits we bear. I wanted another image of a tree without fruits. It's usually difficult to identify a tree without fruits. You wait for it to bring forth its fruits. Sometimes you see the leaves. You say, which, which tree is this one? Which tree is this one? Then when it begins to produce fruit, you say, oh, Udara tree. Am I communicating? So it means that the fruit is what gives the tree its identity. The fruit gives the tree its identity. Truth be told, there will be no fruit without the tree. But at the same time, that tree has no identity without fruits. Let's bring it to our lives. All this God had envisaged before he began to say, I am the vine, you are the branches. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Any branch that bears fruit, he will purge it so that it will bring forth what? More fruits. What is this saying? If you have no fruits, you have no identity. 
That means, see, I saw something. That means I can determine what I am known for. Is someone hearing me? That's what this whole month of fruit is all about. I can determine what I want to be known for. I, I, there's something that came to my mind preparing for this message. You know, if they say that your fruit gives you an identity and the name you bear is based on the fruit you produce. How many of you remember back then in school? They give people nicknames based on what they do, the fruits they bear. Amen. Can we remember some? Who is willing? Who will be bold enough to tell us a nickname they used to call you? What? Bookworm. Who was called bookworm? You were called bookworm. Awesome. Oh, you're not saying just, but well, you look like one. Amen. Jaru. Why is he called Jaru? He used to sing. So the singing gave him a name. Are you getting what I'm saying? The singing gave him what? A name. Bookworm is a nickname. Why would someone be called a bookworm? Reading brought about the name. Now, the fruit is what we are looking at that produces a name. Now, the question I want to ask you is, if you will want to choose a name for yourself, what would you want that name to be? What would you want that name to be? What would you want to be known for, sir? What would you want people to call you? Sometimes people call us names that we don't like and we are angry. No, it's not about being angry. You can change how they perceive you. You can change the name they call you. Maybe they call you that broke guy. It's because of the fruit you bear. Beggar. You are always, anytime you show up, you beg. So it comes with that name, broke, busted. What of those they call body odor? Nkapi. Have you heard that name? Why would they call someone Nkapi? It is a name. But that name is as a result of something. When someone starts smelling Nkapi and people are running. But you can choose not to answer Nkapi any longer if you walk on the smell. That name will change or that's totally disappear. Please don't forget our focus like my son did yesterday. <laughs> I know he won't want me to tell this story. Let me spare by not calling the name. I have to so you don't know who. One of my sons came home yesterday. So excited about what he learned in school. And he said, Mommy, what's the name of that bread? I said, which bread? He said, there's this bread. The name starts with G. He said, when you eat it, you'll be very full. I know you know the bread. What's the bread? You see, it has made a name for itself. Even you know the name. And I said, give school. He said, hey! My teacher was just telling us about the bread that is as if it multiplies in your mouth. If you see the way he told the story of the bread. I said, Wow. And I said, what was the reason for the story? What was your teacher teaching that made him tell the story? He said, um, he was talking about, uh, what was he, what is what that he said? He shall remember the topic, but did not remember the content. And I said, see, anytime they tell you stories, it's to buttress a point. So do well to remember the point as you are remembering the story, huh? He said, okay. I thought we have arrested the situation. He arrived home. Didn't even do the things he was supposed to do. And he was telling Chinasa the story again about Gipsko bread. Oh my God. Now I was angry. How are you remembering this Gipsko bread? And in the car, I've already said, when you go back and check what they were teaching, so you remember. No, he didn't go back to check. 
He just went back to, he came back to ask me the name of the bread again. So he was just interested in the story of Gibsco. That's all. I wish the test the that will be set is about Gibsco. But you know they will not ask any question on Gibsco. So I'm just saying, don't forget the main thing and hold on to the story. Somebody will leave church today and say, hey, Pastor Sandra showed us an example like this. Eh? You know, he called Mrs. Wala. He gave her a gift. She gave this. Called uh, um, um, Brother Victor was acting as God. Oh. <laughs> okay, now. After they tell the story of the drama, they will not remember why we acted the drama. That's not your story in Jesus' name. The Lord has delivered you from such a lifestyle. Enjoy the joke. So now we go home. What they will remember is that my son was talking about Gibsco. That's what somebody will now will remember. I'm not remember. I'm telling that story so you will not do what he did. Don't remember Gibsco and leave the subject. Don't remember our gist and story and forget the main thing. Praise God. So, back to our tree. Our fruit, our identity. Our fruit, our identity. Our fruit, our identity. You can choose the kind of identity you want to have by the fruits you bear. We have several fruits as a result of righteousness. As a result of our right standing with God. Some persons are bold. Some persons um, spend time praying. But the truth of the matter, as the scripture says, you can increase in your fruit of righteousness. That means I can start with one and grow to have so many others. I can start with having two or three, but I will strive to have a whole lot of fruits manifesting in my life. The fruits of righteousness will bring you to sharing the testimony of possibilities. Brethren, can I say this to you very quickly? Don't allow the month of February pass by without you appreciating the gift of righteousness and making the most of it. It is because of righteousness that you have authority to resist the devil. So the understanding of my righteousness, the righteousness God has given to me, which has given me a right standing with God, because of that righteousness, I can resist the devil. That is knowledge, but go ahead and practice it. It is when you step out to resist the devil, you will see manifestations. And a testimony of possibility will be shared. Because of righteousness, I have dominion. So we must know that the righteousness that was given to us as a gift is so that we can manifest dominion. It was not given to pocket it. It was given so that you can manifest dominion. So that you can impact your generation. So that you can be the head and not the tail. So that you can cast out devils. So that you can pray and see your prayers answered. You can lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Who is giving me the audacity to do all these things? The gift of righteousness. I'm not waiting for any other ordination. The ordination was that gift that was given to me. So that I can manifest in that light. If you are someone that is always healing the sick, that becomes your identity. Do you know anywhere you go? If they, want, if they see a sick person, they will say, go and meet so-so-so person. Years ago, when our pastor was on campus, he had a fruit that the whole world knew. Getting people filled with the Holy Ghost. Any quarter then, when they are looking for who will get people filled with the Holy Ghost, they say, go and look for Brother TV. It became his identity. It's not because of any other thing, but a young man had recognized the gifts of God that had been given to him, and he stepped out in laying hands on people to receive the Holy Ghost. As he kept doing it, he began to manifest it stronger and stronger, and the world now knew him for that. It became his identity. The one that gets people filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Some people might not even remember his name. They say, ah, you don't know that brother where they get people filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, brother TB, uh-huh, that one. Identity. Because of your fruits. There are people that are known because of their boldness. There are people that are known because of their boldness. There are people that are known because of their work of faith. There are people that are known for answered prayers. They say, if you pray with this sister or this brother, prayer, you will have answers. Anytime this guy prays, God used to hear. Identity. And it didn't happen because he mistakenly prayed. But every time he applies himself to prayer, he applies, something happens, you say, let us pray. If he's in a place and something happens, maybe someone just starts shouting, my stomach, he says, wait, let us pray. He's in a place. Somebody just falls down and says, ah, my leg. He said, let us pray. Because of that response, people know him as a man of prayer. Hallelujah. Our fruits, our identity. What's your identity? Are you the one they know as a joker? <laughs> this, this one, this one. They say, he's a Christian. Go find better Christian. Go find serious Christian. That one, not joker. Is that your identity? May they never know you as a joking Christian. I'm not talking about comedy. I'm talking about the believer that has nothing to show for it. No fruits. They cannot call you for anything. They look for people with dominion. You are not there. They look for people making impact. You know, follow. They look for people financial capacity. You are not there. Healing the sick, uncle. You are not there. Where are you there? Which one is your identity? You must understand that the fruits you bear are important. Strive to bear fruit. That's why Jesus said, any branch that does not bear fruit, what will happen to it? They cut it down. I remember the day pastor taught on that. He said, see, see. God is not interested in wastage. Why does he say they will cut it down? You are using up space, consuming manure, and not producing anything. Give others room. Because as long as you are standing, the nutrients that are going up to get to all the other branches will get to you too. So you are collecting nutrients and having nothing to show for it. They say, let us pray for people. You join the prayer line. Pastor will expend energy, laying hands on you, praying for you. One year, two years, nothing to show for it. They are teaching you the word, month in, month out, nothing to show for it. No, don't be like that. Bear fruit. Help me turn to your neighbor, say bear fruit. I don't like the way you are saying it. Maybe because you are not bearing fruit. Please, set them up for God in the name of Jesus. Say, bear fruits. Bear fruits. If I call three people out, <laughs> let me not try it. I want to ask, if I call you out, will people here know your identity? Should we try? So that you know what they know you for. You know, there are some of you I will call out now. They say, hey, quarry, quarry. That's the identity. Fighter. There are some people who will call out. And they say, kabaye. As the person is coming out, you're already praying in tongues. You are seeing fire, Holy Ghost. Then there are those that will show up. As they are walking out, you start laughing already. Because you just see them as amusement. That they just make you laugh. Should we call out some people? It's you I will call out. And to amaze you, what people know you for. Let's spare your dignity. So that whatever you believe of yourself, you go home with it like that. But on a serious note, let February inspire you to bear fruit. It's not just 
bearing, you know, I've listened to what some of you explained as fruits. No, see, get it right. Fruits of righteousness. Be bold for Christ. Preach the gospel. Change lives. Lay hands on the sea. Those things that the Bible talks about. Many are just thinking about financial fruit, fruits, fruits. Okay, they will know say I get money. I will be among those. They must count. When they count three people that have money, they must count me. It's good. It is good. But the question you will ask when you do that is, why do you want to be counted amongst those that have cash? Is it so that you will impact the world with the message of our Lord Jesus Christ? Then you are bearing fruits of righteousness. Because there are those, I heard, I heard, there was a young man, oh Jesus, that had nothing and favor shone on him. Politician, that is a relative, got into power and money started entering his hand. He became among, he, he was now counted amongst those that had money in that community. But you know what he was doing? He was just organizing parties. Parties upon parties. That was good, but the worst thing I heard was how he was organizing parties of naked women and putting money in their underwears. And they'll be hailing him, big boy, big boy. He doesn't have money now again. He, he cannot have money. Because the husbands of those women will swear for him. And his own wife will be swearing for him. And Christians will be praying against him. All he did was organize parties with naked girls. They just wear brown pants and party. He will wear clothes, but they will be naked. Then they dance and dance, and then he will put money in the bra and put money in the pants. That's all he was doing. That's his, that became his identity. They knew him for that. When you explain the kind of party, they will tell you who do, does that kind of party. Now, he became a rich guy, yes. But what was the purpose of his wealth? That's why I'm telling you the story. And such will not last. Because purpose is wrong. Hallelujah. What's your identity? It's because of you we put up that tree without fruits. I wanted everyone to choose what fruits they will want to bear. So that by that fruit, we will know them. We are entering the month of March. Who are you entering as? Remember the chat we, we drew. At the end of it all, those fruits will bring glory to God. Hallelujah. So whatever fruit you are bearing that will not bring glory to God has no connection with fruits of righteousness. Because the fruit of righteousness brings glory to God. I'll just read two scriptures for the benefit of those that say I must read scripture. You know, I really didn't want to read scriptures. Because I was looking through and pastor has read several scriptures. I said, what are we doing with scripture again now? But just so that you will not judge me, let us read scripture. The same scripture, Philippians 1 verse 11. By now you should know it. My fruit, my identity. I won't tell you my fruit. I will wait for you to identify me by my fruit. Amen. I will allow you to judge me by the fruits I will produce in 2019. And you will call me by that name based on the fruits you will see me bear. And I encourage you to make bold statements like that. That men will identify you by the fruits you bear. That fruit you produce. Maybe you are a student. Let them know you for the fruits you bear. You are a businessman. In the marketplace, let them know you for the fruit you bear. Prior to this time, some of us have been giving and bringing forth the wrong fruits. You can decide tonight, I will start bearing the right fruits. We are not here to condemn anybody. 
but to open your eyes to see that that fruit you are producing will become your identity. You cannot separate a tree from its fruits. They are one and the same. So whatever you want to be known as, put in effort to bear such fruits. You can't say, stop calling me lazy. Stop calling me lazy. Meanwhile, you are lazy. There's no reason why they will call someone that has never stolen a thief. No, if they say thief, it's because you have taken what is not yours. You have demonstrated the attributes of a thief. Choose today that you will show forth the attributes of God in your life. You will bear fruits of righteousness. And men will know you by the fruits you bear. Let's read the scripture together. It's our text for fruits. Philippians 1.11. Everybody want to go? Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and... Being filled. Now, I wanted to read this scripture for those of us that are already bearing fruits. You will desire to be filled with fruits of righteousness. So you will desire to bear more fruits of righteousness. Hallelujah. More fruits. You already have the fruit of boldness. You already have the fruit of dominion. Desire that you will bear fruits of answered prayers. Desire that you will bear fruits of healing the sick. Desire you will bear fruits of soul winning. Leading souls to Christ. There are some of us here in church. If it's prayer, you are there. To stand boldly and declare things to people, you are there. In your office, you cannot be intimidated. You are doing well in school. You are doing well on your job. But you are not a soul winner. Desire tonight to be filled with the fruits of righteousness. To increase in your fruits of righteousness by adding soul winning to the fruits that you bear. You have never told anybody about Jesus. February is coming to an end. 2019, nobody has heard the gospel from your lips. Make up your mind tonight. I will be filled with the fruits of righteousness. I will preach the gospel. I will tell people about Jesus Christ. It will be added to me that I am a soul winner. Hallelujah. You know, a soul winner, that's the name, that's an identity, a soul winner. And a soul winner is someone that wins souls. You cannot call someone that does not win souls a soul winner. Because that name is for the one that wins souls. If you want the title soul winner, who, and of course we know that the soul winner has a soul winner's crown waiting, amen, then step out and win souls. This year, pastor has declared we are on an ad one campaign. One soul a month. How many of you have led your one soul to Christ? Let me see you wave those hands. That you have your one soul in January, one soul in February. Stand up on your feet, let me see you. You already have one soul for January, one soul for February. Rise up on your feet. First, let's celebrate these soul winners. See how you are clapping like jealous people. You don't know everything is seed sowing. Even clap. When you sow seed of celebration, you will attract it. See these people. An instruction was given. That one soul a month. And I was in church the day they gave the instruction. All of you said amen. And we celebrated at one. And the banner is in front of you every day you pass and you enter church. But how come? We have less than 1% that have responded to that instruction. So we can call only these few persons the soul winners in our midst. Okay, don't be condemned now, amen? That's not my aim. But to open your eyes to see that this thing is decision-based. 
you will be the one to make up your mind. I will do it. There is no one it just happens to by default or just by mistake. No. Ask them. They stood up. They decided I'm going to win my soul. That's how they went and won their soul. Deacon, Suba was not just, just led one soul to Christ. No, he decided at home or at work, today I will win my soul. And he stepped out to win souls. Ask any of them. What am I saying? I thank God for the fruit you are bearing. But to that fruit, add soul winning. Hallelujah. That's one fruit that will produce many things in your life. To all that you have, add soul winning. Please be seated. Thank you so much. Don't think that God will not reward their effort. No, he will. He always does, especially soul winners. I want to end on this note. Now that you have understood that when you bear fruits, it will bring glory to God. Add soul winning to your fruit bearing. This weekend, into next week, we have how many days to go in February? How many more days? How many days? Are you sure? Seven. Seven more days. Listen to me, church. Hello? 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 In seven days, lead your soul to Christ. One. If you didn't have for January and you didn't have for February, do two. Because it is one per month. So let's cover up. As a church, we would have gathered together to give you the opportunity, but Friday there is coffee, Saturday there is election, Sunday is church. So when we enter the new week, on Wednesday, we will gather together to go out for soul winning for those that have still not done theirs. But before then, you can do yours. You have a long weekend. Step out of your house. I was sending a staff out and I said, I called the staff back. I said, come, do you have a testimony? He said, yes. I said, when you go, share your testimony. That's the easiest way to lead a soul to Christ. Just tell them your story and how God has helped you. Say, see me. I used to be like this. Now, see me. I had this sickness. God healed me. I didn't even know God knew me. But after he healed me, I believed. Oh, do you know that God can heal you? Preaching the gospel is not about quoting scriptures. You could just share John 3.16 and that is enough. You can go and share Philippians 1.11 and that is enough. You don't need to say, according to the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 6, according to the book of John chapter 11 verse hey, 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 it's not recitation. It's so winning. Connect with a person with your story. Pray and lead them to Jesus Christ. Invite them to church. We have a whole lot of persons that have started coming to church. Brethren, you need to hear the testimonies. Oh, that reminds me. I wanted to share this testimony from Abuja. You know, they've had their first Thursday meeting last week. Hallelujah. It didn't hold on Thursday. They did it on Sunday. Because they were not ready by Thursday. So they, they had their get-together on Sunday. Brethren, they began to share new testimonies. In that get-together on Sunday, someone said, I had a testimony, a miracle from the meeting. And began to share a lady. She said that she went to donate blood for someone. Only to get there and be checked and they sent her back that she had HIV. What a devastating experience. For you to bounce and go and donate blood, you have confidence that you are okay. If you were doubting, you will not go. That you went is confidence that you are HIV negative. Unfortunately, she was checked and told she was positive. Kai was like her world had ended. Her testimony, she wrote it there. She said, I met Pastor Tibi in Zaria. I followed him to Abuja. She came for one word from God. She said all she was just doing was trusting God and believing for healing. 
as on the Saturday as they were ministering, she said she felt something different. That the fear of death that was in her left. And she knew that she was healed. She went home, had a meeting with her family, and they told her on Monday she will have to go to the hospital to check. Monday, she went for another blood test. Result came out HIV negative. She sent me her picture. I have the picture. I have the testimony. HIV negative. She said the doctor, when she went to me, the doctor said, explain whether it was a mistake. That's how they tried to explain away miracles. Mistake. Now you want to call it mistake because it has become positive. Because it has become negative, sorry. See, touch somebody's life. Make a difference. Preach the gospel. Let someone's life be transformed. Don't be quiet. There is so much that God has deposited in us. If you don't step out, people will not testify. They cannot partake of it. Do something. Pray for the sick. Help someone that is in need. And that's how they know that God is in their midst. Many are coming to church and they are testifying of the transformation in their lives. A few persons have applied themselves to transforming other people's lives. You can join in. It doesn't take much. Just tell someone God loves you. That's all. So seven days, I'm talking to you. Help me tell your neighbor, Pastor Sandra is talking to you. Are you sure? Some people are sleeping. You see, see, see how Satan is setting people up. This is like last hour preaching. You are sleeping. Final words of Jesus Christ. You are sleeping. <laughs> I will not be there when there will be weeping. And gnashing of teeth. I will only tell the Lord I told them. But they were sleeping. Seven days. Say with me, seven days. Little souls to Christ. Alright? How many of us will do it? Let me see your hand. Hallelujah. On a serious note, let's lead our souls to Christ. That's all we can give unto Him. Nothing else. Praise Jesus. Please let's rise up on our feet this evening. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith2faithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Thank you,